Hello, everybody. Welcome back into Talk Off. It is Tuesday, December 27th. Hope everyone out there had a happy and safe holiday weekend. Hopefully it was a little better than mine as I was refreshing Twitter about every five seconds to figure out if Carlos Correa was going to be a New York Met or not. Zach and Jake, I hope you guys had a nice relaxing weekend. It's nice to be back in the studio. It's good to be back. I had a good weekend. I hope everybody out there did. And, you know, we're excited to get back into uh, talking it off. I currently feel like I don't know where I stand with Carlos Correa and the New York Mets. Um, we, were, we were talking about this pre-show about how right now the, the main holdup in the deal is obviously the left leg injury that the Giants flagged. And now obviously Cohen has seemed to find a problem with it as well through their physical, which took place Thursday into Friday uh, in New York City. Zach, do you think this is going to go through? I'm... I, I I I feel like I have an opinion on this, but I feel like whatever I say, it's just not going to come true. So, well, I mean, for everybody out there who's has been listening, maybe maybe they're getting the sense. Maybe you're a little biased, so I'll take over on this one. <laughs> um, you know, I do I do think the deal is still going to go through. I I don't think that the injury is going to prevent the Mets from taking him on uh, I think Steve Cohen is better than that I, I I think the money for him is 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 different we've talked about it in in past episodes the money for him is is so different so I don't think that this is going to stop the Mets from signing Correa it's it's definitely a, a concern and it's a concern for the field and I think with the prospects that the Mets have behind Correa to play third base I don't think that the leg injury is going to prevent them from signing him because they can always slot him in that DH spot and have someone like Brett Beatty step up and become their every everyday third baseman if Correa's leg injury prevents that right we were we were talking about this about how most likely what's occurring right now is the Mets are trying to negotiate adding different types of clauses into that deal to make it work out. The Red Sox did something very similar with J.D. Martinez a few years ago um, with a pre-existing injury. And with changing the the language within the contracts, the commissioner does have to go in and approve these deals. So there is a, a pretty good chance that Manfred can hold this signing up for the Mets. Yeah, well, Rob Manfred, he could... He could stop this signing for the Mets and it would be a problem. I don't really see that happening. I don't think there's a reason for him to stop it. Um, these well, the things... only reason, the only reason would be would he would want to err on the side of the, the PA. Yes. And, and I, yeah, I get that. And if he prevents this, he is kind of picking a side I guess you could say to where baseball is going to go in the future because he's clearly not okay with the Steve Cohen era. If this happens because of the PA right? and the players association has so much power in the MLB. They, they scare the absolute shit out of Rob Manfred. So he will try to play to their favor, but I don't see anything too serious happening. I do think that this will get approved by Rob Manfred, the changing of the language. So 
in case the injury is worse than what he says, then the Mets are a little covered financially. That's what this yeah. is. I I still think it's a little, little bit more of a formality than anything else. So I think they'll be okay. Yeah, everyone, just hold on to your, uh, hold on to your sanity while we uh, await a decision on the Carlos Correa contract. And obviously, at this rate, it's all speculation. So maybe we'll get some breaking news during uh, our recording today. But we could. Uh, I mean, I, see- I, ex- I I expect something in the next couple of days. Right. So. Well, let's get into the real meat of the episode here. No pun intended with meat on producer. <laughs> How awesome was uh, NFL Saturday? Can we talk about that? That was sick. Oh, Red Zone on a Saturday days. morning? Red Zone on a Saturday morning was phenomenal. I don't know about you, but my family does Christmas Eve big. So we had everyone over on Christmas Eve. But I just sat my ass in that chair. I had a lot of beverages and I watched a ton of of football on Saturday and it was, and it was amazing. good football. It was, it good was football. great football, great football. The one o'clock had a lot to offer. One o'clock games were awesome. And the best part about it is this, it's starting to matter. Like it, it really is because we have so many close races. There are so many people still, there's so many teams still in the hunt like the Raiders, all, all year we've been talking about how bad the Raiders are. Like everyone's been talking about how bad the Raiders are. They got Devontae Adams. They were supposed to get so much better and how bad they are. They There's a path for them. There's yeah. a path for so many teams. The Cleveland Browns with Deshaun Watson, there's still a path for them. There's a path for so many teams to still get in. So it, j- it just makes the games that m- much more exciting. It was so fun to watch the NFL this weekend because, like you were saying, this was such an impactful weekend for <laughs> pretty much the the playoff chances for all these teams. But also, it felt really nice to sit in a, a warm living room and watch everyone on TV freeze their ass off. I mean, Cleveland looked absolutely bricked this last weekend. But getting oh, into these was... games... Sorry, go ahead. No, that was the story of the weekend was the weather. <laughs> it was freezing. I, I... They were showing the one o'clock games. I think the the warmest kickoff I think was twelve or fifteen degrees. Besides besides the Giants Vikings in the dome, it was bad. It was bad here in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. Giants Vikings was unreal, and I think that game. I don't think that game would have been better outside. I think that was the perfect game to have inside. It was high scoring. It's twenty seven twenty four high scoring. Would you say? I guess I would say average. Yeah, it's average. I guess for the 24 for the Giants is, you know, a little high. Boy, I really thought the Giants were going to pull one out there. I did too, dude. I did too. Um, the That was a great game. What is with think, the Giants in losing on career-long field goals from these kickers? They, they love the, – the Giants this year have been that team that's just sticking around. They just stick around, stick around, stick around, stick around for entire games, and then something will go their way, and they'll win. Like they're not they they're not out here beating teams, but they're not also getting killed every game. Like they're so close, it's just one break. If it goes their way, if it doesn't, that's how how that how the game's going to end. It was actually it, it was a great game. It was definitely the best game out of the one o'clock slot. You can make the argument that was the best game all day. I think I think it might have been. Saquon had a great day. That was fun to watch in fantasy. I needed that in a no, big I way. No, I mean, I don't even know what we're talking about. That Eagles-Cowboys game, that was the game of the day. That was a great game. You're, you're all right. No, you're right. 
a heartbreaker. It was a heartbreaker for the Eagles. I mean, they win that game and they take the next two weeks off. They have first clinched. They have everything clinched. And I still think they're going to clinch, but it would have been nice to just have those two weeks and then the bye, three weeks off of football to prepare. Is Gardner Minshew a serviceable quarterback in the NFL? I think he kind of slung. Service. He kind of slung the ball around the other day. I think he's a serviceable backup quarterback. I think the Jets could use him. Really? I mean, I dude, think, what's what's the, what's, will, what's the better alternative? I think the Jets will trade for Jimmy, or they'll sign Jimmy G in this offseason. Yeah, I'm saying in the short term. Like, how cool would it be if which, the Mets had a guy like Gardner oh, right Minshew? Now? You want yeah, to I'm do saying right how now? cool would it be? I'm talking hypothetical here. How cool would it Why be? Why are if you talking? Mike White got cleared today. You don't need. You're good. I know. I'm just saying theoretically, like it would be cool if the Jets had Gardner Minshew. I guess he's he's a guy you want on your team. 100. percent So there was a lot of movement. Not movement, but there was a lot of. Teams that were in that lost and teams that were trying to get in that won this week. I mean, we saw the Lions lost, so that makes their way to the playoffs a lot harder. It would have been great to see the Lions just win win out the last three games and make it to the playoffs. But they lose, and the Packers beat the Dolphins on Sunday. That was the first game of the day yesterday, and it was great game. The Packers pulled it out. The Dolphins, Tua... Those were three of the worst interceptions I have ever seen in my life. I don't know what the hell he was doing. If Zach Wilson makes those throws, the media is coming for the guy's neck. Yeah, I mean, well, that that's also the difference between playing in New York and Miami. I think it might be time to start the conversation where Tua isn't as good as everyone once thought he would be. I would love to have that conversation forever because I he's I, I have never been a fan of Tua. I never thought he was that good. I thought he was a good Alabama quarterback, as same as Mac Jones, honestly. Good Alabama quarterbacks, but when have we seen an Alabama quarterback be good in the NFL? Very rarely. And with if an ever. offense that is as talented as it is, a point differential of minus five on a four-game losing streak right now, as a they Dolphins a fan, I don't know what to really say you should be doing. Like what's that? What what are, what are the next moves here? You're you're supposed to you're thinking going into the season you have a guy at quarterback, you have the best wide receiver duo. Where do you go from here? I don't know, and especially the problem for the Dolphins too is they've seen so much up and down this year so far. I mean, the beginning of the year, they started off hot. Tua gets hurt; he's out for a couple games. But once he comes back, the I mean, they hadn't lost a game with Tua until I think week nine or week 10, maybe. So we saw what Tua was able to do at the beginning of the season. And now they're on this six game slide and he's never looked worse. Yesterday was some of the worst. I'm, I'm not kidding. Those were three of the worst picks I have ever seen. He threw, they the, were he threw it right to the defense. He threw it right to the defense every single time. They were awful. That and was now, crazy. And now you have to go up to New England next weekend and you have to play the Patriots. Exactly. The 
They have to go go to New England and pay, play the Patriots off of a team Miami. who showed life at the end of the in the second half against a very good Bengals team who is yeah. absolutely rolling right now. Yeah, I mean we sh- we definitely showed life. I <coughs> Excuse me. That first half was hard to watch, like really hard to watch. But we showed life in the second half and we shut them down. We shut them down. We just can't score is the problem. The Patriots, they can't score. They just they 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 play for field goals. And yeah. it it pains me when we're fourth and one and we're kicking a field goal or we're fourth and one and we're punting. Go for it. You like the, at some point you have to just put your balls on the table and say let's go. You have to I think to just maybe go next week it. might be that and week cuz you're at, at this they, rate you're staring down if, a very slim chance to make the playoffs and you have to take out a Miami team. You have if to take not them out now, next week. When? We have to beat Miami. There is there is zero path for the Patriots if we don't beat Miami. If we lose to Miami, we're done. If we lose to Miami, we are done. Because the Jets play Seattle this week. I fully expect the Jets to win with a healthy Mike White. Seattle is struggling hard. They look terrible against Kansas City. Oh, my God. When Geno Smith came out of the game, they looked awful. Yeah, exactly. Awful. They looked terrible against Kansas City. And, I mean, Kansas City's a wagon. but So I fully expect the Jets to beat Seattle next week. We do have the tiebreaker against the Jets. But if we lose to Miami, week 18, we have to go play Buffalo. So it's not – what are we doing? And, you know, it's it, – next week's game with the Pats and the and the, and the Dolphins is interesting because New England really – you guys are – I would say your defense is very good at stopping the run and can give up some pretty that. big offensive attacks as well over, through the air. And Miami's not a team who – is typically known for running the ball down your throat. So it'll be no, interesting especially to see. with the weapons they have now. Right. With Waddle and 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 Tyreek, there's really no point to run the ball. They've never been a run a run first offense. So it'll be interesting the way they attack the Pats D next week. Yeah, well, you know, our run defense is definitely our our strength. Our front seven is a lot stronger than our back half. Our, our DBs are very young. Besides uh, Devin McCourty, they're all very young. We have two rookies out there in Jack Jones and Marcus Jones a lot. So, you know, they're going to have some tough matchups this week with Waddle and Tyreek and even Gasicki out of the tight end spot. I think he'll have a big game. The Patriots, I, I haven't seen them cover a tight end well. Or a number one receiver, honestly. So I expect Tyreek and Gasicki to have huge games against the Pats. I'm hoping the defense comes up. I'm sure Bill is going to have a you know a game plan for the the Dolphins and for Tyreek. I mean, he's been doing this for so long, and he's locked up so many receivers in the past with DBs with less talent than what we have out there now. So I think we'll have a plan for the Dolphins. I'm hoping for the best. And then if we beat them, we got a really tough matchup with Buffalo. Can we talk about the how the Panthers might have a shot at winning the NFC South? 
you know, it, it's going to be tough for them, but I, they they have a shot. It's I not mean, impossible. It definitely didn't. It didn't. It didn't help that Tampa Bay won last night because now that puts Tampa a game ahead of the Panthers. If Tampa lost last night, we would really be having a conversation. Right. But next week, one o'clock, Panthers Bucks. For anyone who watched Tom Brady in the last twenty years of his career, you would say this would be an absolute game Tom Brady would win. Now I don't feel as confident saying this Not is with the team he's playing with. Yeah. Not with how they're playing. Did you watch that game last night? Are you kidding me? They could they could barely beat Trace McSorley. Trace McSorley and the Cardinals. And D Hop had one catch. And we're talking about a Panthers team who has nothing to lose right now. Absolutely nothing. Uh, even if and they Darnold lose to looks the Bucks, good. Darnold this looks is, good. This is already a successful season for the Panthers because they're playing better than anybody would have thought because they traded McCaffrey. They had the whole situation with Baker. They had Matt Rule getting fired. So the Panthers have been through so much this season. I don't think anybody thought they were going to win more than two games. Uh, and now they're, they're sitting at six and nine. If they go beat Tampa, then we're really having a conversation because the week 18 game that they both have is going to matter. I mean, Detroit walked into Bank of America field with the hopes of winning out and making the playoffs. And the Panthers' defense shut down DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams, two very good running backs. The Panthers also rushed for almost 300 yards, I think. Yeah, Chubba Hubbard had a great game. Same with Foreman. Foreman, too, yeah. And Darnold. And DJ Moore. Darnold, Darnold looks good. I think Darnold will seriously be in consideration for a good contract at the end of the season. Whether he stays with the Panthers or not, I mean, he's he's definitely playing well, but they are they are bad. They are bad. I mean, sure they're bad, but Darnold has been great since he came back from injury. Hasn't thrown a pick yet. Is that right? No. I guess I can't. I just can't get Jets Sam Darnold out of my head. It's true. It's it's really hard to get that ghost out of your man out of your mind. Getting mono from ghosts and, you know, I, like that guy is no good. But I, I think it's a realistic expectation now at this rate. If Carolina goes into Tampa Bay next week and gets a win, I think you have to take them as seriously to win the NFC South, which is a crazy thing to say because they play the Saints in the last week of the season. That's crazy to think about. That's that's crazy to think about that the Carolina Panthers, led by Sam Darnold and coached by Steve Wilkes, could possibly make the playoffs. Steve Wilkes might get a playoff game. And, you know, the Panthers going into the last week of the season playing the Saints in New Orleans, I don't have any faith in Andy Dalton to knock that team out of the playoffs. Out of a playoff uh, absolutely playoff. not. I don't think anybody does. And I feel bad for Andy Dalton. But his time. I is... don't. No, I feel bad for Taysom Hill because this was the time where Taysom yeah, Hill. Can could we get really, a Taysom Hill game, please? Could, this would be the time that Taysom Taysom Hill could really come in and play quarterback. Like the guy wants to play quarterback. He's been begging to play quarterback since he got in the league, and they just use him as this massive utility guy. And I, I mean, it's great to watch, 
but I want the guy to play a game of quarterback. Just let's see what he's got. Why not? It's better than watching Andy Dalton out there. He's terrible. It would be so fun to get a Taysom Hill game at quarterback. It would be so much fun. I'm in. There are some other good games on in the early window. Were the Cowboys early window? or that, that They were definitely 4 o'clock, right? They were 4 o'clock, but that game was insane. I mean, we saw the Cowboys actually play a good game. But they did do it against Gardner Minshew and not Jalen Hurts. So, I mean, I still have the Eagles over the Cowboys in the playoffs. There's no question. This Eagles team is is a wagon. They are they are so good in every aspect of the game. I mean, the fact that they almost went out on the road and got a win with Gardner Minshew speaks enough to how good they are. Exactly. Like, it, it, it's surprising, honestly, that they are playing so good, especially if you look around the league this year, because nobody is, besides them, is, like, crazy good this year. Like, no. I feel like every single team could be every single team this year. That was, that was something Philly's... I feel like we haven't seen in a while. Right. That was Philly's game to lose. I All second half, I thought that was going to be Philly's game. Uh, but the Cowboys' D came up huge in the final uh, final few seconds of that game. So now the Eagles claim the division and the one seed, right? <clears throat> no, they lost. I'm sorry, with a win next week. I'm sorry. With a win, yes. <laughs> yeah, with I'm a- sorry. I, sh- I, I, I completely skipped over that fact. One more win, next one week more with a win, win. And, and Philly is in. Is, and Philly has it clinched with one more win. And now is Jalen so, Hurts out next week, or do we know what the situation is with that? Well, I think that's interesting because I I think he honestly could have played today, in my yesterday, and Saturday. Oh, my goodness. In my opinion, he probably could have played on Saturday, but they're like, we don't need to win this game. So I think they rested him. I wouldn't be surprised if they rest him for another week. Yeah, I wouldn't really play him against the Saints. Even if you miraculously lose to the Saints, you go, you win week 18, he still has a week to another week to prepare because they'll have clinched the bye. So I wouldn't be surprised if he sat next week. But my guess is Jalen Hurts is going to want to play. Yeah. So he'll probably play it next week. They'll lock up the number one seed, a bye home field for the entire playoffs they'll lock it all up and i think home field for philly is huge because nobody wants to go to philly and play the eagles in front of that crowd the eagles fans are rowdy this is by the way this is such a game that the, that gardner Minshew can win saints on the road oh yeah the saints are you kidding me like come on the saints are bad like we just said, I can't. Like they play Andy Dolan at quarterback, you can't take them seriously. And they might be missing a, lot, a few pieces going into. We've got game. a lot of injuries ourselves, though. Got to keep that in mind. I mean, Lane Johnson went down. Tyree Jackson, Avante Maddox. It's tough. I feel Saints like might be so... without Olave next week, which at that rate is like, who the hell are you going to throw the ball to? Besides Camaro. Who hasn't they really can't throw done the ball. It's, it's Andy Dalton throwing the ball, so. Right. 
It's $150 to get into that game next week. Cheapest ticket. 150 In the door. That's why I don't like going football games, dude. They're, they're too expensive. Give me a $9 MLB game. I'll go sit in the top stands at Yankee Stadium or some shit and just go it watch It was like the 8 game. bucks to get into the, the Browns game on Saturday. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's because absolutely nobody wanted to go. It was probably like, if, I think it felt like negative five in Cleveland and they were playing the Saints and they're eliminated from the playoffs. So you're going to end up spending more on a beer than you are for the ticket. Exactly. We saw, you know, what we did see on Saturday, the Texans finally winning a game and they're, they were trying to ruin the hopes for the Titans and they may have done it. So what the was Jags the deal at this point are in the Jags? Yeah. The Jags are, the Jags are in the behind J- Trevor Lawrence, who looks, they found, it looks like they found their phenomenal. guy. He's hit, he's he hit his stride. He looks phenomenal, Trevor Lawrence. Says. He's so what happened in Nashville? In the past was, seven there, games. was there a, a power grid issue? Is that why the game was delayed an hour? Yeah, because they saw the temperatures so cold and stuff. It doesn't get that cold in Nashville. So I guess they didn't know how to handle it, and they lost power to the stadium. So we saw that game get delayed till 2, which was kind of nice because it fed into the 4 o'clocks a little bit. Right. No, it was a lot of these games at one kind of ended early. So it was nice to have that game still going game that actually mattered. The Titans needed a win this week. They fall short. The Jaguars have the head to head against Tennessee. So the Jaguars are in now next week. The Jaguars play the Dallas Cowboys. I believe they need to win that game. Is that game? Is that game in Dallas? No, they don't play the Cowboys. They just did play the Cowboys. The Titans play the Cowboys next week. Excuse me. And is that game? They need to win that. They need to win that game because if they don't win that game, the Jaguars are a hundred percent going to win it all. And then Week 18, they play each other. The Titans are just such an interesting team to me because it never. It. I don't. I can't tell if they're good or not. They obviously have Derek. I think Henry. you know. I uh, you know what I think. I think they're bad. I think they're bad. Do you think it's they're bad? But I bad? also think the Jags are bad. I, do, I think they, the Titans have no, there's they pros have no and passing cons game. Both team. I think, who do you think the, has the better head coach? Do you think I Mike Vrabel is a very good football coach? I think Mike Vrabel is a very good football coach. So what, what I'm trying to get at here is, do you think the Titans' success is less on talent and more on coaching? Mm, I because think if you look around the field, I think it's I, mean, I think it's on I think it's on more top heavy talent, but not talent overall. I agree with the that. Jags. I think are more talent overall, but the Titans just have top heavy talent because they have Derrick Henry, who does everything. But Ryan Tannehill and, is out for the season, so Malik Willis is going to be playing quarterback for the next two weeks and for the future if they play, make the playoffs. Yeah, and neither and he has either of those guys. Those aren't guys who are putting asses in seats either. No, they're not. Those but at least Ryan Brady's Tannehill has your, at least Ryan you know, Tannehill Jalen has Hurts. shown that he can be at least a little bit competent. Malik Willis looked horrible against a terrible Houston team. He couldn't do anything. Derrick Henry had to do everything, and he still—I mean—he had 130 yards and he fumbled. 
Like, what are the, what are they doing in Tennessee? They they have nothing. They have nothing for the pass attack after they traded AJ Brown or got rid of AJ Brown to the Eagles and Traylon Burks, their great looking rookie, got hurt. So Malik Willis has no one to throw to, and so obviously. Derrick Henry gets every single touch. He gets every touch for that offense. And their defense is nothing crazy. So I don't know where the upside for Tennessee is. There's no upside to their team. On the other hand, Jacksonville has all the upside in the world. They have a great young quarterback in Trevor Lawrence who looks who has couldn't look better. He finally looks like he's coming into his own, and this is the number one pick that they should have made. They have there's, guys at receiver like Zay Jones right. and Christian Kirk playing well. Evan Ingram had another 100-yard game on Thursday. Their defense also playing well. Doug yeah. Peterson is a great coach for them. He's molding Trevor Lawrence, and I love it. The Their Jags two teams just, trending they, in they, completely opposite directions. Completely right opposite directions. The Titans, they, they were first in the AFC last year, and look where they are now. The Titans, they're trending down. Mike Vrabel, I, I hate to say it, but he might be in jeopardy. I don't think so, but he, he very well could be because we haven't really seen Tennessee be this bad in a couple years since they really have established them as the Derrick Henry team. You know what? And I'm I'm labeling the Titans dead. You are? Officially? 100%. They have to go to Texas. They have to go to, excuse me, Texas. They have to, well, they do have to go to Texas. They have to go to Dallas next week. They have to go to Dallas next week, and then they play Jacksonville week 18. And Jacksonville has such an easy schedule moving forward, and I'm saying easy with still the Jaguars, but they, you know they play Houston, and then they play Tennessee. And they play, and they wrap up the season in Jacksonville. How crazy would it be if Houston beat Tennessee and then Jacksonville back-to-back? And that's probably going to be a, a sellout for Jacksonville. That's going to be a pretty much a playoff game. Yeah. Jacksonville, I mean... I'm excited to see Jacksonville in the playoffs. I, I think that would be f- so fun. They were fun when they were in because the playoffs most, five, most six years likely, ago. Most likely, they'll play the Ravens, and I love Jacksonville in that game. They've already beat them this year. Yeah. I think that would be insane. If the Tennessee Jack- Titans are dead. The Tennessee Titans are dead. We have not seen Jacksonville in the playoffs since uh, uh, Blake Bortles. Yeah, since that... Uh, since that- Playoff game in Foxborough. Yeah. That was a great game. That was a great game. <clears throat> Josh Allen? Yeah, what about him? Interesting game in Chicago. I mean... Two picks. He's been throwing a lot of picks lately. He does throw a lot of picks, he, but we've always known that. He just throws a lot of picks. That's what you get when you get Josh Allen. He makes a lot of ballsy decisions that more often than not work out, but when they don't work out, they look really bad. But, boy, he's th- he's thrown them in some bad times, though. He's thrown them in a lot. He's thrown a lot of red zone picks. Yeah, he's, he's thrown, thrown he a, lot a lot of picks on the one-yard line, the five-yard line. It's <laughs> He's not throwing them at midfield. Mm. they're very untimely situations but the guy f- finds ways to pull games out of his ass and he did that against Chicago yeah I mean that's, that Chicago team is so weak that 
it didn't really matter what Josh Allen did. I mean, he could no, have thrown no. five picks and they still would have won. This was a game where Buffalo controlled the pace pretty much throughout, but there was a glimmer of hope a little bit for Chicago. Well, I think their whole the, the Chicago's hope is is Justin Fields now. N- like now they get to watch Justin Fields every week. Like they don't go to the games to watch to see if the Bears are going to win anymore. They go to the game to see what Justin Fields is going to do that week. And if he doesn't scramble and get them into good positioning, Chicago has no shot at winning the game. No, I mean at this point they're they're just they're just playing for draft pick. They want that Aaron Rodgers and I know we got. 100%. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers are not dead. I know we talked about the Titans being dead. The Packers are not dead. The Packers aren't dead, but, you know, it's going to be tough for the Packers because th- we know that they're, um, how do I say it, uh, not a good team, really. Like, they're not very good. We we all know it. They're kind of frauds. Their defense has been playing horrible when it was supposed to be very good this year. Aaron Rodgers still has no one to throw to. I mean, Christian Watson has looked very good, and I think, I think that's Aaron Rodgers looked them. the best he's looked all year. Yesterday, I agree. He definitely he he definitely looked great yesterday, but he hasn't looked great the whole season because because no. he's frustrated. But I think we see him starting to play better because we're seeing Christian Watson come into his own. Like he's starting to really hit his stride. I mean, he's been playing very well and it's starting to look like Rodgers trusts him a little bit, which was the Rodgers big problem at the beginning of the year, which is why he would only throw to Randall Cobb. Right. He didn't trust these rookies. And I think he's starting to trust Christian Watson and, and Dobbs too. And that's why we're seeing the Packers, you know, start to get rolling a little bit. It, it was perfect for them that the Lions lost this week. So, absolutely, Green Bay is in an okay spot. If they win Week 17 and Week 18, we could see them easily slide into that seven spot. So, Green Bay goes into they're going home for a New Year's matchup with the Minnesota Vikings, and the opening line is Green Bay minus three. So they're favorites today they gotta be that doesn't make sense this this is an interesting line from vegas that doesn't make sense is three minnesota and a half, gonna sorry. rest three and a half minnesota's gotta they gotta be predicting minnesota to rest people then there's no way is there any incentive for minnesota to win this game or do they have the two seed locked up i think they have the two seed locked they have the two seed locked up they clinched the division already. Theoretically, if Philly loses the next two games, though, obviously, it's yeah, unlikely, I don't think but... they expect Philly to lose, though. Right. Well, if Philly, I guess, I guess if Philly loses on Sunday, they could both sit at thirteen and three. Yeah. We would have to. I don't see think what Philly. That, no, I don't think anybody expects Philly to lose one of their last two oh, games. No, I don't. But I think. You can't exclude that from the realm of possibilities right now if you're no, you, sitting you in the, the coaching room of the Vikings. You can't. I can't believe that's the line. I, you said Green Bay's minus three and a half. Yeah. I have to bet on Green Bay then. 
This reminds me of the um, the Detroit Lions game. Yes, exactly. A lot. When the Lions were like minus three against the Vikings, it didn't make any sense. What does Vegas know that we don't? What do you mean, what do they know? They have a time machine. They don't need to know anything. <laughs> I, you can laugh all you want. No, I know. I, it's not a conspiracy theory either. They have a time machine. I'm sure of it. They have to. There's no other way that someone can predict this. I don't care. You can talk about all this math and shit. No, I'm actually going to get mad now. You, like, there, there's no other way that they can figure this out unless they have a time machine. They have to have a time machine. They have to. It doesn't make any sense. How? How? How would they know? How so what does, bet like, did you lose this weekend? No, I didn't lose anything. I didn't lose anything. But it, it's just everything. Every time I lose a bet, it's like, how do they know? How do they know? How do you know that? That doesn't make any sense, guy. How do they know that the Green Bay Packers are going to go into Minnesota? Are they going two minutes? No, they're going to Green Bay. Right? They are going to Green Bay, yeah. yeah. Okay, in, at home, but still, minus three and a half. Minus three and a half. Are you kidding me? Is this? You know what this is? I know exactly what this is. Minnesota plays in a dome. This is outside at Lambeau Field, baby. Oh, this is true. This is true. But they This is football out. weather. Yeah, I guess. This is the frozen tundra, baby. Oh, I hate, I hate that. I'm this is everything. Oh, day. this is, this game, this game is going to be electric next week. A lot of these games are going to be fun now because they mean so much now. Like the Jets, the Jets Seattle game next week is important for both teams. Seattle needs, needs to win and they need Washington to lose and they could get in. The Jets need to win and we already talked about how the Jets need to win, and they need the Pats to lose. So they need they need a lot to happen. So Giants that catch game's a playoff be spot big. with the with a win over the Colts on Sunday. MetLife is going to be packed. That's going to be yeah, so sick to be, see. I mean, the Colts are so bad. This should be a game where the Giants pull this through. I have, I have confidence in them. One hundred percent. You know, if I'm going to be honest, though. Looking around the league and watch, like watching all these games that I've watched, I think that there's only like three teams that I see could possibly winning. The Eagles, obviously. Yep. Niners? See, I was going to say Niners, but... I was going to say Niners too, but now that I'm with Brock Purdy, now that I'm looking at the their game next week on New Year's Day against the Raiders in Vegas, I think this is a very winnable game for Vegas. That, that, that's besides the point, though. I'm talking like they're going to make the play; they clinch the playoff spot already. No, no, I, I understand that, but if we're talking about teams that legitimately have a shot to win a championship, I think the Niners have a huge huge gaping hole at the quarterback position because if you're looking at a team that you're saying maybe they'll lose to the Raiders next week I wouldn't have a problem saying that the I if the Eagles were going into Vegas next week I would say there's I would have complete confidence in that team even with Gardner Minshew to win that game yeah I don't feel the same with Brock Purdy I I was very high on the Eagles this year Honestly, when Trey Lance got hurt, because I think they're a better team with Jimmy G, even if they don't like him there, I think they're they're just a better team with him there. I think it fits better to 
how they play. I mean, I, they want to play with Trey Lance because they want someone who can move their legs a little bit more and not just sit back there and be more of like a slant pocket passer. But I think I was I was very high when they had Jimmy G back there and he got hurt. And now it's Brock Purdy time. And I have no confidence in Brock Purdy winning playoff games, especially if they have to go up against the Eagles. Or I'm sorry, but if it's Tampa Bay against San Francisco, I'm taking Tom Brady over Brock Purdy. I don't I don't care how much better the 49ers are than the Buccaneers. Tom Brady well, Tom will Brady's, Brock Tom, Purdy alive. Yeah, Tom Brady's making it to the NFC Championship game. We already discussed this last week. Yeah, he's going to beat the Cowboys. A hundred percent. The Cowboys no are question. frauds as soon as they get into the playoffs every year. Exactly. It's terrible. So yeah, the, I, the, the only teams I can see winning a Super Bowl this year are Philly, Buffalo, and Kansas City. I think Cincinnati has too many holes. I think the Ravens are terrible, honestly. They shouldn't even be there. Uh, the Chargers, if they had ever made a playoff game ever in their life, maybe. The Jags have no shot. I'm sorry. It's not their time yet. The Vikings, they have too many holes on defense. If they come up against an Eagles team, I have full confidence in the Eagles defense stopping their offense. Right. I and think then, if Lamar Jackson comes back, which he's, I think he's and then the rumored suck. to be coming back. I think, I think if Lamar Jackson comes back, I think they could make noise in the playoffs. I mean, I guess. I, the, the thing They're they going to go as far as Lamar is going to take them. The thing they have going for them is they're going to play Jacksonville week one the in the first round. So they probably will have the easiest competition right. of anyone in the playoffs. Yep. So they they have that going for them, but we've already seen Jacksonville beat them. So I don't see why Jacksonville can't do that again, even with Lamar. And there's still a battle for the one seed in the uh, AFC. Do you, Would you be – as obviously not a top tier AFC team, so I'm talking like Cincinnati, Baltimore, Los Angeles, even Jacksonville and Miami, just teams who are kind of obviously not the top tier in that conference. Would you be more afraid of having the the route to the Super Bowl go through Buffalo or Kansas City? Because it's personally tough. I think I think I would be more afraid to go through Buffalo. As of now, it's tough. You know, team wise, I want to say I want to say I'd rather go through Buffalo, but having to go to Buffalo and play in mid January, mid to late January, that would be terrible. Like imagine, yeah, like like the like the Chargers who play in L.A having to travel to Buffalo in late January to play in like an AFC championship game. I think they would, playing the, the, in Buffalo in the playoffs is harder than playing in Kansas City in the playoffs, even though Kansas City... I think, it's clo- I think it's close though, but but I would agree because Buffalo is... You're going to have negative 10 with 30 mile an hour wins and a crazy f- stadium full of fans. I think going to Buffalo is... Because and it'll probably be it probably will have snow, probably. So I think going to Buffalo, which Kansas City could have too. But I think I think I still I like Buffalo way more. Going to Buffalo would be harder, but I would, 
I wouldn't want to play Kansas City, dude. I don't want to play Patrick Mahomes in playoffs. I wouldn't either, but there's something about Buffalo, man, that just scares the living shit out of me. Going to Buffalo scares the living shit out of me. Oh, well, I I mean, I think that's probably it for NFL. I mean, we saw a lot of movement, a lot of good games this week. Jets and Giants and we'll fans, s- handshakes going into Sunday. Always. Always. Jets and Giants fans should have shaken hands at the beginning of the season when they both started being good. Should we get into some picks? You want to get into some picks and roulette and we'll wrap up? Sounds good to me. Roulette. I've got Bruins. I'm riding the Bruins, dude. Let's I don't do know it. what it is about the, the Bruins lately. They're obviously a wagon. Probably the cup you're going favorite. Back, you're going this back rate. to they're NHL? Cup, they're cup favorites, right? Yeah, by far. So I'm going with... Uh, Boston fan. I'm going with uh, Bruins, minus 190 against Ottawa. Bruins have taken four out of their last five. Ottawa's dropped three out of their last five. Including a, a loss in uh, shootouts. So, I'm going with the Bruins here. They're obviously the hot team against a up-and-down Ottawa team. I'm riding the riding the hot wave right now. I like it. Jake? Yeah, I'm going to stick with hockey as well. Um, I did get a win, finally, one and three. The Yotes pulled through. Attaboy. So, detailed that bet. Congrats. Um, I'm going to go with Buffalo three-way against Columbus uh, tomorrow night, Tuesday night. Um, just, yeah, Buffalo's going to win in regulation. Sounds good. I like it. For me... You know, I am the champion so far on, on the podcast. Wake Forest pulled out the, the game the uh, on Friday. So I am 3-1. and Going to keep it rolling this week. The ticket smarter, Birmingham Bowl. Coastal Carolina versus East Carolina. ECU, minus 7. Say minus that 10 seven. times fast. No, we're not doing this every time. All right, we're going to try it. Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. No, that one's easy. That one's easy. <laughs> that, that one's, one's way better. Like yeah, that, one, that one's way easier. <laughs> Random number right, for today is 25. 25. Why do we keep getting the 20s? I don't know. Should I spin again? No, you can't spin again. That's cheating. All right, all right, all right. Pulling it up now. 25. Before we get into, in, into roulette, can we talk about how god-awful the NBA is? I don't want to talk about the, the the NFL has taken over the NBA on Christmas, okay? Nobody cared about any NBA game that happened yesterday. I can confidently say cared. I didn't watch a second of NBA basketball yesterday. I watched, I watched the first hour of the Knicks game because it started at 12 and football didn't start till 1. And I'm pretty sure the Knicks lost that game as well. They did. They suck. All right, Roulette, All right. we are spinning in 10 seconds. Spin that shit. Spin Give that one second. shit. All right. One, two, three dollars. All right. Go. 25. Come on. Let's go. 25. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Spinning. Spinning. 25, 25, 25. 
think it might be lagging because it's still spinning. Mm, strange. Oh my god! Oh my god! It landed right next to it. Seventeen. Oh, right. seventeen. It was in it. Oh, I wish I had a recording or something. Oh. It was in twenty-five, it bounced out. Oh, oh. My god. damn it! I have some possible news here. Sounds like the Mets and Correa and Boris are in, in agreement. It's the Major League Baseball and the PA who are working through issues currently. Yikes. So I'm sure there'll be a lot to talk to you on Thursday. So stay There's, tuned, everybody. There is going to be. We will see you guys on on Friday morning. Friday morning. See you guys. Love you guys. Yeah. I bet he went was older than sliced bread. <laughs>